Valley Sports Wisconsin's Zora Stevenson is with us on the hotline. It's Tuesdays with Zora. Hello, Zora. Thanks for being with us. Hey, what's going on? Zora, there's a, there's a cool list out today, actually. It's the happiest countries in the world. What would you guess? Here's the things they thought about. How well people are off financially, whether they have the freedom to do what they want, uh, whether they have good health care, and how they feel about their personal freedom. Countries in the world that are the happiest. What comes to mind? I'm going to tell you how you do. Oh, so I'm supposed to pick the country? Yeah, what do you think? What would be a happy, happy place? Okay, I mean, this is these are just guesses. I'm going to pick somewhere in Iceland. Oh, my gosh. You did great. All right. Oh, really? Is Iceland on the list? Yeah, there's 150 countries. Iceland's right near the top. They're number three. Okay. Uh, Norway? You're really good ding, at this ding, game. Ding. Number, number seven. Seven. Yep. seven. Dang. Uh, Sweden. Ding, ding, ding. It's number six. Okay. Dang, girl. This is like watching you take go, free throw go, shots. Go, I'm like, all go. right, keep them going. This is awesome. Uh, is Switzerland on there? Number eight. Yes. World's wow. happiest countries. Keep it going. I want this streak to go. Come on, Zora. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I should stop. Okay, I'll do. I'll try one more. One more. Um, is Denmark? Yes! Number two. I, oh I don't know that I've ever been you so proud of you, Zora. I don't think I've ever been so proud of you. Have you wow. been to any of these countries? Is this why you know they're happy? Well, I've been to Iceland. I just went to Iceland this past summer, ah. and they were explaining like the so that I just picked all the Nordic countries. Yep. Um, because we were talking to a ton of people there, and just the the way of life. It was yeah. We we met a ton of different types of people, and uh, yeah. Because number one is right I, there I too. Iceland was on the list, and so we just did all the countries around it. Yeah, number one is Finland, so it's also right there. Ah, uh, yeah. Nice job. Yeah. Interesting. What's on your travel bucket list? What's near oh. the top of the list? Yeah, right. Kind of. I mean, I've never been to. My husband's been to Italy, and he was like, "Zora, you got to go." I've been. It's amazing. So I've never been to Italy or mm. Spain. Uh, I mean, a lot of countries in Europe. Iceland was just kind of a random. Uh, adventure for us. That's last, a hot spot. That, that's one of the and hottest it was places super in the world. Fun it, yeah, it was only like a five, six hour flight. Um, so it's closer if you don't have a ton of time. It's closer than some of the other yeah. European countries. So, wait, wait, so when your husband yeah. says, Zora, Italy, you got to go, is he saying you need to go by yourself or would he come along no, with like, you? That's a we need to go. We <laughs> need to go. Okay, very important <laughs> distinction there. <laughs> well, I think. You gotta go to Greece because you know the guy who will tell you all the cool places sure. to go. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's a given. I was trying to. I mean, yeah, I've never been to Greece, and I need to. I need to add that to my list. I wanted to ask you about Brooke Lopez because I feel like Zora sometimes Brooke kind of gets lost in the shuffle. The team knows how important he is, but when you got Drew and Giannis and Chris, uh, why is Brooke so important to this team? Yeah, man, he's playing so well. Why is he so important to this team? Oh my goodness, for so many reasons. I mean, defensively, he, he is the anchor. He is the guy. He takes the paint personally, and, it, and it's not just his ability to protect the paint or all of his block shots. It's his communication. I mean, everybody hears Brooke behind them. And then offensively, I mean, this season, his versatility, he's got this ability to give the Bucks whatever they need. So if it's, if it's threes, that's great. But what I've loved this season 
is seeing him get to the rim off the dribble. I mean, for a seven-footer to be able to do that is so impressive. Um, yeah, he's just got so many things. Um, and then and then he's a great locker room guy, and, and he cheers for other people. And, I mean, you saw, you know, how he, how he cares about his teammates. So just just all around, I mean, I think everybody is so high on Brooke Lopez, and and for good reason. I'm trying to find a way to bottle up the rest of the season, like protect the number one seed, not really have to play anybody extensive minutes, just sort of keep everybody healthy and fresh, and, and then get into the postseason. And I'm guessing it's not going to work out that way, but man, just bottle up these last 25 games and take it with you. Yeah, Greg, I think you're asking for a lot, right? Um, <laughs> it, it, because I mean, you want to be you want to be healthy. Uh, that that's the number one thing. Like if they've got to slip to number two to be healthy, I think it's worth it. Uh, they've also, I mean, that sixteen game win streak created a nice cushion. I mean, two and a half games. Yes, you can easily. I mean, they're two and a half games ahead of Boston, who's in, in number two at this moment. I mean, Boston and Philly kind of keep teetering back and forth, um, but they, they they've just put themselves in a in a great position to, to be successful. Number one would be great. Everybody on this team will tell you uh, how important, you know, home court advantage is, uh, 29 and seven at home, the best home record in the Eastern conference, but you don't want to sacrifice health for it. So if everybody's good and everybody can play great, but you're, you're not going to push the limit. So uh, that's why coach Bud and, and John horse make those decisions and we get to enjoy it all. But, know that's at the top of their mind. So that really is that's an interesting point because last year the Bucks had a chance to win the final day of the season. They would have eclipsed the Celtics in the standings and the decision was made to let the frontline players kind of chill out, right? So the Bucks lost that game, ended up behind right. Boston in the seedings, but then that game 7 was in Boston. My my I'm with you, but part of me also says the Bucks would love to have a game 7 against anybody in Milwaukee versus on the road. Like that's what you have to weigh here, right? For sure, and I think I think not that they learned a lesson, but it reemphasized the importance of home court advantage last season, especially because you just never know what can happen in the playoffs. I mean, you end up losing Chris Middleton and, and an extra boost at home would have been helpful, right? Um, I think where they were coming from at that point, I mean, they had just come off the championship season. We're going, you know, kind of a year in reverse here, and they had won it out of the three seed. So in their minds, it was like, okay, it wasn't necessary like to win we didn't need to be number one and you have to remember this is a team that had all the successful regular seasons and had been number one in the regular season for a few years and they couldn't get over the hump and the one year they do get over the hump they're not the number one seed so it's hard to forget that um but but yeah i I definitely think they they realize the importance of home court advantage she is zora stevenson you can check out her work tonight on bally sports zora thank you so much for being with us Talk to you soon. Oh, wait, is that tomorrow night? Yes. Zora, I just, I just almost made you work tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are so polite. She's just like, okay, I'll talk to you yeah, next hu- week. Hustle down to the arena, Zora. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zora. We will talk Bye. to you next week. Have a good week.